Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. The Riddler is asking for you. The killer left this for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying to reach you. Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. The bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. You a new friend of yours? I'm not so sure. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this too. Hands up! Stay still! How am I part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Wayne. All these years, you lied to me, Alfred. We all have our scars, Bruce. He's still away. He's involved in this? No, he's not involved. How do you know? He's a vigilante. Who are you under there? What are you hiding? Selena, don't throw your life away. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. It can be cruel, poetic, or blind. But when it's denied, it's the violence you may find. Justice. The answer's justice. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we find the city that is afraid of sunshine and has a permanent <laughs> rain cloud installed overhead to give its crime-fighting vigilante the proper ambiance needed to dispense vengeance. It's 2022's The Batman. But first, he can't decide what he likes better, a gimp mask or cling wrap, so he wears both. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? Well, the the cling wrap keeps my gimp mask from absorbing all the sweat that I get from wearing a gimp mask and makes it, you know, because leather, whenever it gets, you know, wet a lot, it kind of yeah. starts to warp. And mm-hmm. yeah, you just don't want that in your gimp mask. That's true. That's true. So, so what you're saying is your gimp mask is genuine leather. It's not pleather. Oh no no no! You got to go leather. Yeah, you can't yeah. cheap out and go pleather. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So what's happening around CBC? Uh, I don't know because we don't do that. Um, oh. We actually do like commercials. On, oh, that's right. That's uh, right. About we do. CBC, but I that's do right. have some news. If you'd well, like to, if you'd like to hear some news, not like, yet. How about uh, how about we hear from one of the other podcasts on the network? Uh, if we have to, I guess. Hello, everyone. This is James from Simply Stogie's podcast, a member of the Creative Brain Candy Media Cooperative, inviting you to check out simplystogies.com for the latest in cigar reviews, product reviews, lounge reviews, and in-depth interviews from around the industry. If you're interested in cigars or the cigar culture, visit simplystogies.com. And thank you for listening to this podcast on the Creative Brain Candy Media Co-op. All right, so you can check them out and all the other great podcasts at uh, creativebraincandy.com. Um, so you have news. From what I understand, this is a new segment that we're going to be doing. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, let's hear it. All right, well, so my first news item is that uh, there's a... Uh, from cleveland.com, who uh, is covering Northeast Ohio, apparently... Um, director Sean Levy talks about the new Netflix film, The Atom Project, which is a sci-fi movie with Ryan Reynolds in it. It's also I am got a, I'm looking forward to that. I actually hadn't heard anything about it until it just looks... now, but it's also got Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, uh, Catherine Keener, and Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks yeah. like it's got a really stacked cast. Should be and good. it's directed by the guy who did things like uh, Night at the Museum, Real Steel, which is a great sci-fi movie. 
uh, and Stranger Things. So um, he's he's got some definite sci-fi cred. Definitely check out that interview. He he talks about uh, things like um, uh, directing Ryan Reynolds. You know Ryan Reynolds' hair, um, things like that. So it's it's a Wait, pretty good directing, read. Definitely check. Directing Ryan Reynolds' hair. Yeah, yeah. So you have to you have to direct Reynolds Ryan Reynolds' hair specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make so sure it you, goes you, in the right spot. Yeah, you direct Ryan Reynolds and then you direct his hair. Okay, they're like two different entities. Uh, apparently. apparently, Ryan Reynolds apparently okay. called uh, called Sean Le- uh, Levy his his soulmate as well. So, oh, isn't that nice? They're 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 bonded. All right. Um, what else you got? Um, so there's also another um, sci-fi drama out there called After Yang that uh, sounds really interesting. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of like uh, what you would get if Ex Machina fucked a Blade Runner while AI watched. Um, so it's the kind of the the bastardized love child of, is, of those three movies. Is is that what it actually says as part of the uh, synopsis? Y- yes. Uh, okay. They're, I mean, not they're really, bold. but um, Colin Farrell's in it. Okay. And uh, Colin Farrell's a, a good actor. Um, so it's it's basically about a an android kind of an android servant that. I guess dies and the and the family is is uh, trying to bring it back to life or or recover it. I, I haven't watched the movie, but it sounds pretty interesting. So okay, uh, anything else? Uh, the last thing that I've got is that the new Obi Wan Kenobi trailer, uh, the s- series that's coming out on Disney Plus, has dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, actually good. really looking. This is the only kind of Star Wars thing that I've looked forward to in a long while which mm-hmm. also includes The Mandalorian because I'm not even looking forward to that. I haven't watched the Boba Fett series because I don't give two shits. Um, I'll probably not watch the new Mandalorian series unless we do it for the show. But Kenobi is definitely something I'm going to watch, and we might even recover cover that on uh, on Sadis too. So Why? Uh, Obi-Wan if, Kenobi, is, uh, he's a superhero. He's got powers. No, no, he's not a superhero. Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars is sci-fi. It goes yeah, on my show. But Obi Wan Kenobi has superpowers, so he's a superhero. No, he's got the Force. Those aren't superpowers. Those are superpowers. Those are not superpowers. Yeah, they're superpowers. No, they're not. So what you're saying is you came here with news, and you had two sci-fi news pieces and one superhero news piece. No, I had three sci-fi news pieces. On a superhero podcast. Exactly. How does that uh, feel? How the tables have turned. Uh-huh. Well, that just makes it easier for me. I can just focus on superhero news then from now on. You, you weren't doing anything but before. No, that's not true. We talked about... No, that is talked, true. No, no. A few episodes ago, we talked about the James Webb Telescope. We oh, just because aliens. you want to fucking... Just because you want to impress SP. That's the oh, only reason he wasn't you bring there. the science was, shit up. No, no, it was at Moonfall. It was during the Moonfall thing. We talked about aliens and the hollow hollow of the uh, moon. and uh, Okay, that isn't, no. The alien house, what the alien house was. Um, yeah. I brought in all kinds of sci-fi news. All right, well, is that all you got? Just, That's just all the I three? got. Okay. Uh, how about a pod crawl then? Let's do this. All right. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The movie opens on Halloween night in Gotham and not so sparkly Edward Cullen has dressed up as Batman to punch down on some evil doors. After a very brutal beatdown of the street thugs, Edward is summoned by not-yet-Commissioner Gordon to the mayor's house to help solve the riddle of Mayor Mitchell's murder. The Riddler has left a message addressed to the Batman giving a hint to his next victim. Commissioner Savage ends up being the next victim and is killed by rats via livestream. Eventually, Batman cracks the cipher left at the mayor's house with the help of Alfred. Batman and Bernard find a thumb drive in Mayer's car containing images of Mayor Mitchell coming out of a nightclub operated by the Penguin with another woman. Batman heads to the nightclub to interrogate the Penguin and runs into a lady that seems very interested in what Batman has to say. 
Batman follows her home and learns that she is the roommate of the mystery lady in the photo. The roommates decide to skip town, but not before Selina grabs her roommate's passport from the dead mayor's safe. Batman stops the crime and learns the connection between the mayor and mystery girl. The two head back to the apartment and find Annika missing and the place ransacked. Batman convinces Selina to go back to the lounge and do some digging to find some answers. While there, Selina learns that Commissioner Savage was on mob boss Falcone's payroll as well as the district attorney. Selina gets upset when Batman presses her for more information and she leaves the club. Meanwhile, DA Coulson is kidnapped in his car by the Riddler. Jump forward a couple of days and we are at the funeral for the dead mayor. The place is packed and the DA crashes the party with a bomb strapped to his neck and a message taped to his body for the Batman. Bruce quietly leaves and comes back in full Batman getup to answer the ringing phone. After a few riddles, the DA refuses to give up his source of a huge drug bust that went down a few years before. The Riddler doesn't like when people refuse to play his games and removes the DA's head via C4. Batman and Gordon deduce that the informant must be the Penguin and go to rain down hell on his parade. Selina shows up as well to steal the money, but finds her dead girlfriend instead. After a car chase through Gotham, the Batman captures the Penguin and eventually learns that he isn't the stool pigeon like they thought. Gordon and Batman follow the breadcrumbs and end up at an old abandoned orphanage funded by Thomas and Martha Wayne. There, Batman learns that Bruce Wayne is the next victim and tries to warn Alfred. He is too late and Alfred takes a bomb like a champ. Thinking he succeeded, the Riddler leaks information stating Thomas Wayne had a reporter killed to protect Martha's history of mental illness. Alfred, still kicking, confirms the allegations, but states that Thomas didn't have the journalist killed. That was done by Falcone and Thomas was murdered for deciding to go to the cops with that information. Batman captures Falcone and takes him out of the nightclub. The Riddler shoots Falcone and is captured in the local diner. The Riddler ends up being a forensic accountant that figured out all of this by following the money. Batman confronts the Riddler in Arkham State Hospital, and learns that there is still more work to be done and the Riddler has one last target to take down. Batman figures it out too late and the sea wall is destroyed and Gotham is flooded. People take shelter in the Astrodome as Mayor-elect Bella tries to calm the public. A bunch of Riddler followers try to assassinate the new mayor, but fail when Batman intervenes. In the aftermath of the flooding, Batman and Selina part ways and Q Batman decides to be a symbol of hope for Gotham and not vengeance credits. All right. Uh, 2022's The Batman just came out, uh, well, for us, what, last, this week? This past weekend? Yeah, this past weekend. Um, so what did you think about uh, about this rendition of Batman? So I'm, I'm torn on okay. this version of Batman. I okay. loved the... I love the noir film uh, aspect of this movie. I loved the the detective portion of the Batman that they showed, although I really wanted more of that and I wanted more I wanted more mystery. There wasn't just a ton of mystery. I mean, you were you were definitely clueless throughout, but there there wasn't it wasn't a compelling mystery, I guess. Um, right. It wasn't a compelling I mean, mystery, say, something like, um, oh, what was that uh, What was that movie, something Knives? Knives Out. Came, yeah, Knives Out came, yeah. that came out recently. Uh, mm-hmm. The Poirot uh, movies that came out recently. Uh, those, of course, those are based off Agatha Christie uh, novels, and those are excellent novels if you haven't read those. But... Um, th- those, those actually have a, a, you know, a mystery to them. This was mystery esque, but, right. um, I, I did love the tone. I loved what they did with Gotham. I didn't really appreciate that they put Gotham in Manhattan. Gotham to me is more of a Chicago esque type city and not, right. yeah. um, not Metropolis not was always New York and Gotham right. was always Chicago to me, but. You know, uh, unless you're in the DCEU and then they're across the bay from each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. no, uh, I, I, I loved the look. I loved the feel. I loved the atmosphere. I loved most of the characters. I did not love the Batman. You didn't, you didn't like, you didn't I did like, not like this portrayal of Batman. Okay. Like, I didn't hate at, it at all. Or I mean, I mean the, no, I didn't, I didn't really like it at all. It was, I didn't hate it, but I just it didn't it didn't work for me. Okay, so 
So I I liked the movie. Uh, some of the same stuff that you said. I liked I liked the detective aspect of it. I I liked the trying to figure out w- not what was going on, but what you know the next clue. Um, I like trying to in, uh, trying to guess that, not being able to read the cipher or anything like that. Just trying to guess it. Okay, who's who's the next victim? Type of deal. Um, I I do I do wish that it was a little bit more. Um, uh, I'm not going to say actiony, but uh, just a little bit more to it in terms of some of the action sequences. Um, they they were very short and and Spartan, um, you know. But but this one uh, this was more of a of a detective thing, and I liked that. I liked that it was cerebral. Um, I did like I like the fact that this was year two, right? This so so this is second year of Batman. Um, he's only been he's only been doing it for a little bit, so he's not quite the greatest greatest detective yet, but. He's pretty damn smart, uh, and I like how they played that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I and I really like that they 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 brought that to the forefront at the very end when when Riddler, after he had been ca- captured, says, "You know, um, oh, you're not near as good because you missed that one clue." You know, th- you know, he thought that he had figured out the clue that you know that the bombs were going to go off, but he had missed it. Uh, and I thought that that was really cool that the murder weapon ended up being the last piece for the last clue type of deal. You know, it just, it came full circle. I thought that was really like when that happened, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That explain that, that explains why he was so uh, hell bent on getting that weapon back, you know, because when he, when he killed the mayor, he dropped it and it scooted across the ground and he's like running over there to get it. I'm like, it's just his own blood. Who cares? Right. I mean, he's wearing gloves and everything like that and, and saran wrap and a gimp mask. Um, right. So, so I was like, well, why, why does he care about grabbing that all of a sudden? Uh, and, and then it comes and plays in the back. And I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, this was well written. Yeah. Yeah. It was smartly written. I, just didn't like how they wrote the Batman. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like emo Bruce Wayne at all. I hated that. Yeah, oh my so, god, I hated yeah, that. Yeah, so I don't think so so I don't think that's I'm not gonna blame Pattinson on that. I'm gonna No, blame, I'm I'm not going to either. Yeah, I think that was how I, he was told to play it. Right. I think I think Pattinson did a good Batman for a year two Batman where he's more vengeance. I mean, and that's what he was bringing up. I mean, it was all about, you know, getting the bad guy and, and, and whatever it took. Um, I don't think he had the no kill clause yet necessarily at this point. Cause you know, bat Batman doesn't kill right. Going uh, in the comics anymore. Right. Isn't that true? I, I, I thought, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, he, he never uses guns or he doesn't right. use, didn't use guns and, except for at the very beginning, I want to say, but, and I may yeah. be wrong about that, but I don't know about the no kill. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I, to me, anytime that I, I associate Batman, I'm, I associate it with, you know, yeah, he doesn't use firearms. He uses his mind. He uses martial arts, you know, that kind of stuff. And he normally doesn't, he doesn't go for the kill. He goes for the capture to right. bring him to justice. Right. So, right. So I, I, I liked how he hadn't gotten there quite yet. He was still very much emotional uh, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, vig- vigilanteism. Yeah, I think they said that right. Um, so, but I do agree. I didn't. I didn't like how Bruce Wayne was portrayed. Um, yeah, I, I hated Bruce Wayne or emo yeah. Bruce Wayne. I really did not like the the dynamic between Alfred and Bruce. I yeah. thought that was I thought that was real all wrong. I really did. I mean, I know that in in past movies and in the comics they've they've had their conflicts, but this was 
this was like a hostile hostile yeah. relationship between but, yeah, these two. Yeah, it was like I I hate you. You're not my real dad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and, and Alfred was, was like getting off of it. And Alfred was was just almost as bad and and I just no. I didn't yeah. like that dynamic. I, and I understand kind of why they put it in, you know, once Alfred got blown up, which I've got a question about that later. Um but uh once Alfred got blown up and and Bruce visited him in the hospital and he finally woke up and they they kind of had their touching moment. Um, you know, they were they were trying to pull the heartstrings to make that moment more significant, and I think it fell flat. Yeah. Because I was looking at that, and I was like, these two were just at each other's throats almost, you know, not 20 minutes ago in the movie, and, and now they're, no, this doesn't, yeah. this, this doesn't feel like the truth. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I, I, he wasn't the best Batman, but I, I thought he did a good job for what this was entailing. Um, As Batman, I mean, I thought he did f- okay for how they wrote the Batman. I, I'm not yeah. real fond of, so I liked all of the characters in this movie except Batman. Okay. I loved what they did with Catwoman. I loved how Zoe Kravitz played uh, Selena oh, Kyle. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was like spot on. I thought which the, wasn't, I thought Selena Kyle wasn't was, Catwoman, right? So she wasn't. They never they never said Catwoman. No, um, no, they never it was said always, Catwoman. Right. but it was. I mean, we know she's going to be Catwoman. They they you know she had the pointy nails and the, her ski mask thing, kind of alluded to Catwoman, but they never said it. Um, and I read, and I read something that like, that was on purpose. Uh, they wanted to focus on the Selena side, you know, they wanted to focus on, on that and not so much her being a, a, a burglar or the, the Catwoman side. And I thought, I thought that was a smart move because this wasn't a Catwoman thing. It was, you know, her trying to find her friend. Right, right. But I love what they did with Selena Kyle. I thought the oh, I yeah. thought they wrote that character great. I liked the I liked the way they went with the the penguin Cobblepot. I, I liked his character, and, and so it kind of shows how he came into into power. Yeah, I thought I, the, liked I thought him. the arc between Selena Kyle and Falcone was an interesting arc, and I, I liked how to, uh, John Turturro played Falcone. I thought he did a really good job there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like how they wrote the Batman. The Batman yeah. just, he's, he didn't seem intellectual enough to me. He didn't seem detective, like like a detective enough to me. He, the, the whole, you know, just walking through a hail of bullets left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, it just, he, he didn't use, he didn't use the element of the darkness. I mean, I, I know this is year two Batman, but the, the whole point of him taking on the Batman persona was to, to strike fear. The darkness helped him with, with that. That's why he does this shit only at night. Um, he was more, he was supposed to be more stealthy. I've, I've never seen, you know, bruiser Batman, in the comics or really even in the, in the movies that they portrayed him in, but especially in the comics, I've never seen bruiser Batman. And that's what he was. Even his fighting style was a a bruiser type fighting style, which I can understand that, you know, this being year two Batman, he probably hasn't honed his fighting style yet. He's probably going to take more lumps earlier on as he gains more experience, but the rest of it, it just it didn't feel like batman to me yeah i was i was a little i could i could look past the bullet proofness thing to an extent uh the one that i most of it i was okay with except for when they cut the power at, and, and he was in falcone hallway uh which is what you see in the trailer right, right? i i wasn't that one I was kind of like, yeah, no. Yeah, that that's that's that what make- that's really what put the sour taste in my mouth, and that and I had that yeah. t- sour taste going into this because they showed yeah. that prominently in the trailers, and I was like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Now, 
Now, before that, when guns were involved and things like that, the the moves and, and kind of the stuff that he did, it all made sense. You know, he got shot in the shoulder, and he's got these metal plate things on his on his shoulder, right? So, I mean, it, it all made up to there, and then even after that, it all made sense. But that one, that one no, scene, no, after it was that it like, didn't because when he was taking on so? those dudes in in Gotham Square Garden, okay, <laughs> when he was taking on oh, all them, yeah. they were just fucking Astrodome? pelting him with. <laughs> no, it was, that's it was, true. It was Madison Square Garden, but it was Gotham Square Garden because they put it in New York instead of you know in Chicago or Gotham right. City, whatever. But yeah, I mean, they were they were just pelting them left and right with bullets there too. He was just walking through a fucking hailstorm of, of bullets. And no. uh, that's that's true. That's true. So yeah, but by that time, I really didn't care. Uh, it was right. like, okay. At that point, Let's, you're like, oh ooh, my god, action. this is almost three ooh. hours. It was a little too long. Yeah, it was a little too long. It was. It was. It was a touch long. Like, so he got caught, and I'm like, okay. Riddler's caught. We're yep, done. They're about to let's, wrap it let's up. Get, We're let's about get to the go, monologue. And then, no, yeah, he, no, no, no. We're not quite done. Not quite done. <laughs> no, there's another act. What? Yeah. This act is act three. three. They're going into act four. Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. So it was a hundred and Yeah. I mean, it was like minutes. the Snyder cut. It was almost three yeah. fucking hours long. Yeah. Yeah. 176 minutes. Ridiculous. Um, you know, and and honestly, I I didn't feel like it was too long until they went past uh, Riddler getting captured. Um, at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, we've we've hit we've hit it, we're good. But it's like, nope, nope, I still got more. And it's like, okay, all right, well, I need to pee, so hurry the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I had one too many drinks, sips of soda. Um, so yeah, okay. What about uh, what about the Riddler? Um, did you like how they did the Riddler in this one? I personally, I, I thought it was kind of interesting, you know, because most of the time, animation, uh, the the prior um, the, the prior Batman films, he's kind of a joke character, right? He uh, wears green. Right. Kind of a jokey humor, you know. Riddle me this, Batman. Uh, I've got, you know. Let me give you a joke, type of situation, um, you know, brain teaser, but yeah, kind of a joke. No, I I like how they did the Riddler in this, and and this movie more than any other of the Batman movies reminds me so much of the Arkham series, the Arkham video game series. The, the, oh, yeah. the setting, yeah, okay. the tone, the the plot, mm-hmm. the the uh, detective elements, the the way that the bad guys or the the supervillains do their thing. This movie reminds me so much of the Arkham series that I wish they had brought the Batman from the Arkham series and wrote that into this movie. That would have made this such a phenomenal movie. Yeah, if they had, if they had taken the, the Batman elements from the Arkham series and put that into this movie instead of what they wrote the Batman as in this movie, that would have been perfect. Because the way they wrote the Riddler in this movie was a lot like how the Riddler um, is portrayed in the Arkham series. He He's in the background. He's doing his machinations, uh, you know, off screen. You don't really see him. You just see his effects. You see his riddles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not until the final confrontation that you actually see the Riddler and he's a serious character. He's not this joke character. I like yeah. the way that they did that in this movie. He, the, the Riddler is not an in-your-face kind of criminal. He's he's back there, you know, playing puppet master and, and stringing you along on this scavenger hunt of riddles that are killing people. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I liked the Riddler. I thought I thought uh, Dano did a awesome job. Um, I think he I think he played a very Paul Dano played a very um, unhinged Riddler, um, and and so I I thought he did great. Um, so I liked Penguin uh, as a character. I still don't quite understand why it was Colin Farrell. 
<laughs> I mean, it Colin just, Farrell did a really good job. No, he, no, I he mean, did it didn't a good look job. anything like Colin he, Farrell. Th- well, that's what I'm. Yeah. So <laughs> was that was that um, was that prosthetics, or do you think some of that was a combination? Yeah, that of was all prosthetics, man. Wow, I'm pretty sure yeah, that was all prosthetics. It, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a good character. It just it was kind of like, wow, that's Colin Farrell, and you don't even know. Yeah, it. you would have. You'd, yeah, you'd never know. If you weren't told that was Colin yeah. Farrell, because it doesn't sound like Colin Farrell, it damn sure doesn't no, look like no. Colin Farrell. Uh-uh. You, you'd never know. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like those cameo things, you know, where you got some dude under under a helmet, stormtrooper helmet or something, and come to find out it's like Ryan freaking Sudeikis punched baby Yoda. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. you don't know until after the fact. You know, right. So it was. It was. I thought it was good. It's just. It's Jason this, this entire not Ryan Sudeikis. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Why did I say Ryan Sudeikis? I was thinking Ryan. I don't know because uh, you've got Ryan Reynolds on the brain. I do. I do because of his movie coming out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I kept. I kept getting distracted by by the penguin. Just due to the fact that I was trying to find Colin Farrell in there. <laughs> Colin Farrell in there. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was like. He's Colin in there Farrell's somewhere. There somewhere. I can Where see is it. he? <laughs> I'm gonna find it. Damn it! Yeah. So get me to that juicy center. Uh, what do you but, say? Rewind this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang it! Put it on pause. I need to. I need to check eyes or something. You know, see if I could t- see him in the eyes. I don't know. But it, yeah. Um, and I agree. Catwoman was great. Uh, I really liked the the physicality that they gave her for her fighting style. I really liked, yeah. uh, you know, she was very fluid and, and cat-like without, you know, licking the back of her hand and purring like Halle Berry. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you, you bring know? that up in this? Oh, my God. That is uh, such an awful fucking know, portrayal of Catwoman. We're not going to rank Catwomans, but we are, I did want to kind of rank uh, Batmans a little bit in that, uh, um, you know, we've got Pattinson, Batfleck, uh, Bale, uh, and then you've got Clooney, Kilmore, Keaton, and West going Mm -hmm. in reverse order there. Um, Who do you think of all of those uh, it was the worst Batman. The worst? Yeah, I want to know the worst first. Oh I have my, my opinion. The worst? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go- say I'm gonna say probably Kilmer. Okay, okay. So, so I I was gonna go with Clooney. Uh, Batnips just. It, Okay, that's not his fault. No, 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 no. I'm just Batnips in general. I'm just saying Clooney was Batnips, right? So, but I didn't think Clooney was a good Batman. He was a good Bruce Wayne. He He was the play. He played the Playboy part of it pretty good. I don't think he was a very good Batman. Um, And then you got Kilmer after that. I think Kilmer was was a little. To me, Kilmer was trying to channel Keaton um, and couldn't pull it off. He was trying to channel like the Keaton style of Batman and couldn't pull it off, and it just came off stiff. Yeah, I mean, Kilmer's, Kilmer's portrayal of Batman was stiff all around. I mean, he wasn't a great yeah. Batman. He wasn't a great Bruce Wayne. I will say he probably no. played Batman a little better than he played Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't great at either one, and that's why Kilmer's getting my worst Batman award. Okay. All right. Uh, so who's after Kilmer then? Who's the next one up? Um, Probably, f- shit, I don't know. I'm going to say Clooney because Clooney okay. kind of played Batman a little campy. He did. Um, and I... I I, I'm pretty sure that was just the script and the direction, mm-hmm. but yeah, campy Batman. I mean, he was, yeah, no, the, the, yeah. the tone was, well, the tone for that Batman was, was awful as well. It was all neon and, and stupidity, but it was nineties. It, <laughs> it was it's very much nineties. Um, oh. but no, I, 
it was it was more of a it was more of a camp Batman. Um, he he played the Bruce Wayne role well. I mean, he's he's definitely a, a, a Bruce Wayne playboy type, but he just didn't he didn't play the Batman. He played the Batman like Bruce Wayne in a rubber suit. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's uh, let's go the other direction now. We've gotten our worst two. Let's go with our top three then. We've got five top left. Three. So we starting at number three or starting at number one? Your, your choice. Whatever makes it um, easier for you. So my third best Batman. Wow. So my third best Batman is going to go Bale. Christian Bale. Okay. I thought I thought he did a really good job in in the Dark Knight series. Um, other than you know his voice and his lisp. I uh, he 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 did a really good job as both Batman and Bruce Wayne. He he played he played Batman like you would imagine Batman being because Bruce Wayne was an act. Uh he played the the playboy. He wasn't a playboy, but he he put that face forward as his alter ego. So right. um he's he's going to get my number 3. Who's yours? Okay. Uh so, so I'm going to give, oh man, um, I'm going to give it to Batfleck. Okay. Yeah. So Batfleck is my number three. My number two, uh, was going to be Christian Bell. Um, cause I think uh, for basically the same reasons that you gave him for number three, um, I think he, he played, he played the Batman Bruce Wayne dynamic better than Affleck did. Um, I think Affleck played a very good older grizzled um, Batman. Uh, but I think Bale did a little bit better job of, of the whole general, you know, alter ego and, and, and the whole, and, and the way that it was portrayed that way with, you know, playing to the darkness and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. So your number two is Bale? Is Bale. Yeah. And my number, number two is Bale. Is uh, Batfleck. Okay. Yeah. Batfleck. So yeah, my number ba- two. Batfleck, it was mostly cause it was gadgets. You know, he was very gadgety. Well, Batman was a very gadgety. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's what um, ba- that's what Affleck did. Uh, Affleck was more than just the gadgets, but so my number two, and this is just by a gnat's fucking hair, is Keaton. Is the Keaton Batman? Okay. He was he okay. was probably one of the best, but not the best combination of both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, that's that's seen the screen. I mean, Keaton is a phenomenal actor anyway, but he he was able to pull it off. He was able to pull off that that uh, that dichotomy between uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne, and you you believed that they were both the same person. He he played the billionaire playboy, but you could tell that he was still the Batman underneath. So, um, I think, I think he was up until my number one came along. I think he was probably the bar that everybody esteemed to be at. Okay. All right. So I'm assuming number one is Affleck or is it Adam West? No, no. Uh, Number one is, is Affleck. No, God, no. Um, (laughs) number one is Affleck. I think when Affleck came along, he, just like you said, I think he played the perfect, uh, grizzled Bruce Wayne and Batman at this point, Batman or Bruce Wayne is Batman. He's, Mm -hmm. he's gained that much experience. He's still, you know, fighting crime, but it's it's become this routine now. It's it's basically become who he is, and right. he doesn't he doesn't have to play the playboy anymore. Although he he still does, and that's either out of habit of having to play it, or maybe that's just really kind of one of the aspects that 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 he held underneath the whole time, and it really wasn't an act. But I thought he I thought he melded the Bruce Wayne. Batman aspect together and and it, and the way that they wrote the Batman in the MCU it it showed his 
Um, it showed his intelligence in the gadgets that he made because he did make gadgets. He had the 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 bat tank, you know, that they used in the underground, uh, the bat mm-hmm. crawler or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, he had the Batmobile, you know. He he made shit like that, which they'd done in in previous Batman as well. But um, I I just think the the more mature Batman and 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 Affleck really nailed portraying the more mature Batman and Bruce Wayne and how they melded together. And he just, he wore it so well, I think is, is what really sold me on it. Okay. And the physicality that he put, put towards the Batman, I think was one of the best uh, portrayals of, of Batman that we've seen. Okay. So, so mine goes to Keaton. Uh, Now all all three, my top three, are very close. Yeah, so um, are mine. Very close because because it 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 basically comes down to different aspects of Batman. You got old Batman. You've got Batman being the the stealth sleuth guy, and then you've got Keaton, who to me, he did a great job. And I, I'm a little I'm a little biased because that's the Batman that I grew up on. I mean, right, right. He's an '80s. He's an '80s Batman. That's the Batman that I watched. I never watched the Adam West stuff until I got much older. Um, relatively speaking, you know, I was still a kid, but I, much older in that it was after I had seen Batman. Um, so, so he kind of ha- Keaton kind of has that special spot in my heart, I guess. Um, but I, I think he did a great job. Um, Especially compared to who came after him, very close after that, you know, <laughs> as far as the next two movies, it, now, it really it, it really hit home in that it was like, oh, this they they screwed up. They should have gotten Keaton. Uh, well, again. no, you Keaton know, wrote have... read the scripts and was absolutely like, I'm fucking out. Oh yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Probably. So when probably. when Tim Burton stopped writing the Batman scripts. And I think Joel Schumacher was producing them. I think it moved yeah. on to uh, to somebody else. But yeah, when, when Tim Burton left the Batman project and they started going, you know, in the total opposite direction of, of what Burton's Batman was, yeah, Keaton was like, fuck this. You can get some other clown to do this bullshit because it was the writing on those last two uh yeah, Batman movies from the '90s that just sank those fucking things. I mean, those were those were awfully written movies. They were mm-hmm. they were campy. They were they they weren't serious. They 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 made Batman into a clown. Yeah, and that's Joker's job, <laughs> right? Let's talk. Uh, you said uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about Alfred getting blown. Oh up. yeah, yeah. So, so I wanted to. Uh, what's so, your? What's so your both quarrel? Alfred, both Alfred and Batman got blown up. Who wore it best? In the face. Yeah, in the face. Who wore it best? Mm-hmm. Who who wore it best? Yeah, who wore it best? Who wore the explosion to the face better? Um. So I think. I think Pattinson, I think Batman did it better. Um, Pennyworth, he tossed it out of the way, and it was on the other side of the room. Uh, and, and Pennyworth, had, uh, Alfred had table uh, a table in between him and, and the, the bomb and that kind of deal. So I think, I think Batman got the worst of it and still ended up being okay. So. Oh, I don't think so because Batman had all that armor on, so he was oh, he was a true. little bit he closer. He was he was yeah. a little bit closer to his explosion, but he put his arms up, so you know he had yeah. all of that armor plus you know his his face armor, and yeah, he wasn't just naked in front of the That's in front true. of the bomb. I think uh, I think That's Alfred true. probably took that on the chin a little better than Batman. I think Alfred might be able to take Batman in a fight. No, I'm pretty just well, judging from Batman's fighting skills in this movie. I think Alfred if, could take him. So, so, and they made men, they made mention in there that Alfred said, "I can teach you to fight, but I couldn't teach you to something else." Um, right. I or I could I could 
teach you to fight, but I couldn't be your father or something. He said yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Alfred could take him if it was uh, if it was a fair fight, like you know, no gadgets, no no armor, that kind of deal. Um, so you know, we've ranked our favorite Batman. Oh, you want to do some? We Alfreds? should we should do Alfred. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, Alfred is um, just about as key to a Batman movie as a Batman is. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll, I'll make this really easy. Um, I think, uh, and, and you're putting me on the spot, and I can't always think of their names. I think Bale's Alfred. Uh, what was it, Michael? Michael? Michael Kane. Kane. Yeah, I was gonna say Keaton. I was like, no, that's not right. Michael <laughs> Keaton is the Batman. Uh, I think. I think Michael Kane. He would be my number one uh, because he was very unassuming, but yet he could handle himself with a nine iron, you know, type of deal. But I mean, like, right. I think he was a very good father figure. He was a very good, um, there's a little bit more to me than what you think. Um, right. Right behind him, I'm going to give it to Jeremy Irons, uh, Batfleck, yep. uh, Batflick's, uh uh, so, so Alfred was helping with the gadgets and things like that. Uh, right on his heels, I'm going to have to give it to Andy Sidir, uh, Circus, Circus, Cir- Circus, Circus. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to give it to him. Uh, Gollum did an excellent job, um, <laughs> and this one, uh, and then, and then after that, it's going to be Keaton's. I don't know that old coot's name, um, but man, he was old, very old. Um, so he played the 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 uh, the man of the house, not the man of the house, but the the head butler of the house uh, role very well. Um, and I don't remember any of the others. That's how little of an impact they had on it. <laughs> well, I think he named all of them except for West's uh, Butler. Was the West first? Have a was butler? the first? I don't remember. I don't remember there ever being a Alfred in there. So, so, so the Keaton Alfred was in the rest of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I don't remember that. Okay. So he was in all of them. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to try to do some research on the fly. <laughs> While you're doing research on the fly, yeah. yeah so give me yours. mine track pretty much along with yours, only I flip Andy Circus and uh, Keaton's uh, Batman or Keaton's Alfred. So, you, so you're giving Keaton the the nose up? Yeah. So I'm, so Keaton's Alfred was Keaton's Alfred was the 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 quintessential. Uh, gentleman's gentleman. Um, he was, he, he didn't, you didn't really see the, uh, the, the, the person that, that helped train Batman as a boy into the Batman that he was. Um, just because I think I'm not, well, I'm not sure how they wanted to portray him in, in the Keaton series. Mm -hmm. Um, but his age and, and, and that era, I don't think they really wanted to focus on that anyway, but he played Alfred Pennyworth to a T as, as the gentleman's gentleman. He played, um, okay. You know, Keaton's father figure really well. He was witty. He was smart. Um, he was the advisor that Batman needs. I think that's one of the things that circuses Alfred was lacking was he was, he wasn't so much as an advisor as he was just a point of conflict with uh, okay. Bruce in this right. movie. So that's that's why he's edged out on Circus. But All right. you convince me, Michael I'll Kane. Him. I'll flip mine. Okay, you've convinced me. But Michael Kane, yeah, definitely number one. Oh my God, just I I love Michael Kane and almost everything that he's been in. He and mm-hmm. but he played Alfred perfectly. Uh, Jeremy Irons is right on his uh, tail. I think maybe if Jeremy Irons had another movie or two that really focused on the relationship between Batman or Bruce and and Alfred, that that even Jeremy Irons might have edged out Michael Caine's because uh, Jeremy Irons was was Batman's partner at this point. I mean, they were um, they were 
attached at the hip. They they were of one mind. They knew each other so well at this point. Um, yeah, it would, I, but you know, Bale's Batman or Bale's Wayne and and Alfred uh, Kane's Alfred were were pretty much the same thing. They were just at the beginning of that though. They still had that conflict where they were kind of pulling apart or, or Bruce was still trying to pull away from Alfred's influence a little bit. But yeah, I think the, I think the, the Bruce Alfred um, dynamic between Affleck and irons was, uh, was, was the more mature. Um, and, and I think if we'd seen that a little bit more, that might've edged out the, the bale cane. Gotcha. Dynamic. Yeah. So, so Michael Go uh, played Alfred in all four of the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought he did. All four of them. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he was he was uh, <laughs> he was Alicia Silverstone's uh, uncle whenever yes. she came. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And that was that was the last one. So. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. Um, where are we at here? Uh, Batmobile. What'd you think of this one? Wasn't fond of it. Wasn't fond of it. Okay. No. I mean, yeah. it was cool looking, um, but it was it was all muscle car. I don't see Batman really wanting a muscle car per se. I think he'd want something a little, either so, a little more nimble or either make it a little more nimble because, you know, he's he's chasing people in a very densely populated urban setting uh, with a lot of tight streets yeah. and well he and, had the motorcycle. corners he had the motorcycle at true. first right true so it wasn't until the very uh, I'm gonna say the end what the, the three quarters into the movie where they brought that thing out because because it looked like he had been they were kept showing it in the garage and it was being worked on right so yeah. it always looked in some sort of repair or building it um and i chalked that up to being uh, this is year two and batman uh, you know he realizes he needs i think i think he started on the motorcycle um and he realizes hey i need something a little bit more so he takes a muscle car and basically straps a jet engine to the back of it it <laughs> right. looks like right? right so 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 you kind of see in my mind this is i'm i see this as okay this is this is the first iteration of michael keaton's batmobile right with that had the the whole jet engine in the back type of uh flame coming out i'm thinking okay this is this is one of the early renditions of it where he's like okay i need the power i need the speed how can i do it what's the easiest way i can do it well take a muscle car and redo that and then eventually he gets to the the purpose built maybe like keaton's maybe like uh maybe a little bit of um of affleck's uh the dceu uh type batmobile um, I can never see that being a crawler. Uh, the no, Dark Knight, no, it, no. it never, never went that direction. Um, but but I could I can see, I saw an evolution. I saw I saw a path of where this could have been an evolution, right? Um, and, and so for that aspect, I thought it was I thought it was a good Batmobile for where we were. Okay. Hey, me. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. You you yeah. make some really good points there. Yeah, cuz cuz at the beginning of the beginning of the movie, he's on the motorcycle and in my head I'm thinking, okay, that's what he's traveling obviously that's what he's traveling around in, right? Cuz he goes from from being in the Batman suit to basically he wears a giant uh puffy jacket to hide his suit and carries the rest of the stuff in his backpack. Right, so that's that's in my head. That is what he's doing. He is going from place to place, basically without his helmet on, uh, on a motorcycle, and then realizes I need something more. Right, right. Yeah. Let me yeah. figure out what that is. Okay, it's going to be this. So, um, I, I liked it. I, I I liked it for what it was. It's not my favorite, but it what it 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 fit. In my head canon, it fit for the year that was being portrayed. Okay. 
Yeah, so. I agree with you. Okay. You make good. some good points. Woohoo! I have good points. See, sometimes I have good things, James. Sometimes you can make a salient yeah. sentence. And I meant to say James, not Jason. Because, you know, James always says I, I never have a good thought. <laughs> yeah. So, not that he listens to this show. Right. Yeah. Fuck you, James, for making me watch what we had to watch last time. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, any uh, final thoughts? No. I mean, I, it was a better movie than I thought it was going to be going okay. in, uh, just because the trailers didn't wow me. I thought the trailers were super dark, and they were. And mm-hmm. that's because the film is dark, but it, the film, I think the, the the noir aspect of the film works. Um, yeah. the, the bullet hail that he walks through uh, didn't work for me in the trailers. It didn't work for me in the movie. I wasn't fond of the Batman in this movie. I thought that I thought the Batman needed more of a detective aspect, more of a of a suspense aspect to his character than than what we got. We got this plotting kind of bruiser Batman that he was smart enough, but we didn't get a we didn't get a ton of the detective, the master okay. detective out of this Batman. I, th- I thought that was lacking. So, but the movie was better than I thought. It's not the worst Batman movie ever. Um, it's definitely not the best. Uh, it, it's worth a watch. Okay. All right. Um, I thought uh, I thought this was a good one. Um, I liked it. Uh, I really liked the noir aspect of it. I liked the 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 grittiness. I uh, it, you know even when um, uh, you know there was a little too much rain. Um, it rained all the damn time. I know it was kind of like crow, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like, why has Gotham not flooded yet? I mean, there was enough rain because the seawalls hadn't blown up yet. Well, they didn't need the seawalls with all the rain they were getting, right? Um, no, I liked that, and I liked how they they made the camera blurry and things like that because of the rain in some in some spots. So I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, little long. Uh, it was a little long. It was I a think little they could have the trimmed it a little bit. I think they could have, they could have trimmed the ending some. Yes, uh, but I mean overall, I thought it was a good one. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's the worst by any means either. So, oh, it's uh, definitely not the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a. I would give it mid tier. I would give it a mid tier. All right, it is time for the superpower roll call. So. Who do you got? Well, we didn't really see any superpowers here. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, this is this is a hard one. I'm gonna have to I don't know. Hmm. I don't Batman didn't show me anything really, so I'm not gonna go Batman. I mean and it, it they kind of implied that the Batman in this movie was wasn't as wealthy as as the other Batman or other Bruce's in the other movies, so like he had to he had to talk to his accountants because he was burning through money. So I can't even really go with the superpower of of wealth on this one. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with uh Selena Kyle's superpower. She was like sexy and hot and intelligent and she could kick ass and she was yeah, I'm going to go with her. Okay. I wasn't going to go with Batman. Um at first, I was kind of thinking maybe Riddler for the mind games. Yeah. But I don't want to be crazy. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, Selena Kyle as well. You know, she she limber, can kick butt, take care of herself, and that kind of deal. Um, so I kind of like that as well. Um, and I didn't want to do Batman because it, Batman was a bruiser. Um, I agree with you there. And he really hasn't figured out all his stuff. I mean, he had a cool wrist gadget rocket thingy, wrist launcher, um, but that was about it. Oh, what was that green shit that he put into his leg at the end? 
I, I want to say that, so at first I was thinking maybe that was uh, Bane serum. That's um, what, yeah. But I'm like, thinking it was yeah. just adrenaline. I'm yeah, that, it was an adrenaline I think shot. so too. I mean, that's not really how adrenaline works, but you know, it's a movie. Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of curious as to. Yeah. Maybe it was, was Bane. Maybe it was Venom. Maybe. Uh, in that, yeah, Bane, Bane Venom. Venom stuff. Yeah, Bane Venom. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got any awards? I got a few. Awesome. What do you got for Black Lung? Black Lung. I'm trying to think. I don't think anybody actually smoked in this movie, which was odd because you would expect everybody to smoke in this movie considering the atmosphere. It, well, it was raining all the time. You can't That's true. You can't keep anything right? lit. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm going to go with the Gotham seawalls. Okay, getting blown up. I like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I went with the Batmobile uh, okay. <laughs> launching through the fire, right? <laughs> right. Because okay. when it came out of the fire, it had it was smoking. It was on fire and it was it smoking was, a bit. Yeah. yeah, so I gave it to the Batmobile. Uh, for my head lush, I'm going to give it to uh, D.A. Uh, Coulson um, because he's a paranoid drunk. Well, uh, he wasn't just drunk. He was he was high on drops too. But yeah, well, he's getting too. mine too because he yeah. was he was thoroughly trashed. Yes, thoroughly trashed and uh, loose lips sink ships or you know get everybody killed. Yep, pretty much all of it. All right, uh, who do you got for your player? Uh, my player is going to go to Selena Kyle because okay. uh, she had Batman wrapped around her little finger by the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, same for me. Um, I'm going to give it to Selena Kyle. I really liked, I really liked at the end there, they kind of, uh, they kind of played off of that uh, Catwoman Batman uh, comic book cover. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I was like, oh, there's a little nod. Okay. You know, so, um, and yes, wrapped around her finger. Uh, she plays both sides of the field, apparently. You know, she's. Works uh, for me. Yep, I'm okay with it. I'll watch. Uh, Purple Hippo, for me, is going to go to uh, the Riddler. He was crazy smart, but he was a batshit crazy. Yep, he's got mine as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a no-brainer. And Dano, again, Paul Dano did an excellent job. I was... I was on the fence at first, but then when he got caught and just lost it, I was like, holy shit, this is, he is good at this. Yeah. You know, because cause prior to that, it, it was really tough because you couldn't really hear him or, you know, understand him because he had, you know, get mask and cling wrap. Um, but when he could, the mask came off and he was enunciating everything that he was doing and you could see his facial expressions and things like that, I was like, this guy is doing an unhinged Riddler very well. Yeah. Yeah. So was that the Joker in the cell next to him? I think so. I think you, it was. I think, think it was, was pre-Joker or post-Joker. Uh, I want to say. I want to say it is pre-Joker. I want to say it is. It is pre whatever to make him his. I I like to think that his hair would turn green and he would be like the animated Joker as you know character. Um, to an extent. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I think it's pre that pre falling into the vat of whatever or whatever causes him to be how he is. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I I think think so too. I think it is time, uh, time to do our next movie. Right. Can't wait. Well, unless it's something James put on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. All right, so you are going to be picking a number between one and scroll down to the bottom. Let's go with one and one ten. One and one ten. Yeah. So, how many people did Riddler kill? Let's see. There was the mayor. There was the commissioner. There was the DA. Um, he did kill Falcone. That's four. He managed to kill anybody else? He tried to kill Bruce. Didn't happen. Yeah. 
um, you can't really count however many you know died because of the flood but yeah so well, let's go with four four all right next time we will be reviewing the movie we're armed with a super suit with the astonishing ability to uh, with the astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength Cat burglar Scott Lang must embrace his inner hero <laughs> and help his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym, pull off a plan that will save the world. It is 2015's Ant-Man. Yeah, not a, ba- not a bad movie. Not a bad movie at all. So, we will be reviewing that one next time. Uh, our intro and outro music is uh, Demon by JVNA. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkingincapes.com slash Discord. You can also email us at smokinganddrinkingincapes at outlook.com. Visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. Uh, for this week, I'm Batman. And I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.